This Breeders' Cup edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. For boosted parlays, the in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. Just head over to PrizePicks.com and use promo code SGP for a free one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Jerry Glanville. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer? dog play that bonus music, Sean. I know you got something lined up for me because we're here to discuss the fifth major American sport. At least that's what it was for me growing up. Yes, going to the track, watching the trotters live, doing a little OTP. Well, and, and horses always on God's eye. Yes, director now, of program knows that. Colby Dance, shout out. Now that we have ATVs, horse racing finds itself. It's a neck and neck race with uh, with some of these quote unquote real sports that uh, you know. Not not to trash uh, baseball, but baseball sometimes <laughs> was getting beating out by a. Uh, you know, a Thursday afternoon of uh, Trotters action at the Meadowlands uh, racetrack. <laughs> Ryan, we have a uh, we have an awesome podcast. This is bonus horse racing pods. Uh, it's just fun. To, it's fun. We're gonna bring Malcolm on in just a second. Talk a little uh, horse racing. As you know, now that we have our own digital horse racing stable, of course, our Zed horses. We have we're up to four horses now. If you haven't been following in the Slack channel, uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/slack. Thursday and Friday, usually the days we uh, run the ponies because uh, we got we, we got so much other content. We need to get like we we had, we mused the idea of running the horse a little bit more frequently, maybe yeah. even having uh, our our guest doing a little play by play, Mister Malcolm. Uh, but uh, it almost seems like we just need to fill that open position of SGPN stable master. Yes. We, need, we need someone to handle the day to day operations, <laughs> the feeding, keep running these things. <laughs> All right. Without and further ado. Without further ado, before we bring Malcolm on, I want to make sure we shout out WinBet. That's right. WinBet is the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They're the coal that keeps the content train running. So make sure you support WinBet because they they help us out. They support us. And uh, I mean, not only are you doing us a solid, but you're doing yourself a solid. I mean, we're talking about a risk free $1,000 bet. We're talking about betting one dollar and winning one hundred on any sports. Mm. Oh my god! 
and up to a fifteen hundred dollar wager match, all going on over at WinBet.com. Plenty of fun uh, props, parlays. They got it all over at WinBet.com. Joining us, he is the stable master over at the uh, MLB Gambling Podcast. <laughs> also, our horse racing <laughs> insider, Malcolm Bamford. Malcolm, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Good afternoon, gents. How we doing? Oh yeah, we're doing great. It's uh, you didn't even say across the pond. Yeah, you love saying across the <laughs> pond. <laughs> Our friend from across the pond, Malcolm Bamford. Yes, no, it is. It is fun uh, saying across the pond. Now we got the Breeders' Cup coming up. What time will you be watching your time this Breeders' Cup? It's actually quite a nice time. There's there's quite a lot of races. There's a there's five races on Friday and then nine races on. Saturday and it's all it goes from about seven PM through to about midnight. So that's just about perfect for me to to get in from work and uh, crack a beer open and and sit and get amongst it. Yeah, oh, I I like that uh, well, expression. After hours, sit at, again. This is why it's always <laughs> awesome to have Malcolm on. There's always expressions I pick up in the yeah. uh, English language. Sit and get amongst it. I I think I think I sit and get amongst it all day Saturday, Sunday, college, NFL. Gonna squeeze some Breeders' Cup in. As well, and I, I think that was what uh, Jeff Brown. What Jeff Brown was that his name? Uh, pole assassin. I think that was uh, his motto as well. <laughs> sit and uh, get amongst it. Oh yeah! If you haven't seen that, uh, we hit on it in the uh, what in the DFS podcast, the Real Men of Dgens this week. That was an insane story. All right, let's talk Friday now. Of course, uh, Malcolm's article is up over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com or uh, just get the direct link by following him at Mal M A L underscore B underscore Sports. To get this Breeders' Cup breakdown Friday, you highlight a couple of the races you like. Let's start with the juvenile Philly turf. What are we looking at here? Uh, Friday's all two-year-old races. So the the meeting's split into two days. There's 14 championship races. And this is probably my, my favorite American meeting to handicap because it's got the feel of a European meeting. Normally, if if we're talking we're talking about one race, we talk about the Belmont or the Preakness or the Kentucky Derby. Um, this has got a real festival feel about it. Um, some of the races are a little bit longer in trip, which I'm more familiar with uh, as a European horse player. Um, there's a lot of the races are on the turf again, which is more familiar to me. So I feel like I've got more of a chance uh, handicapping the Breeders' Cup um, than any other meeting that we cover throughout the year. Um, the Friday is for the two-year-olds. Now, that's not as international because a lot of the two-year-olds don't travel. They're just babies still. Um, so there'll be better days ahead for the two-year-olds. Um, so the, the two-year-old races on the Friday um, are really wide open. If, if you want to sit, if you want to sit and watch God's eye on Friday and just throw out some $5 pizza bets, um, th- these are the races where anything can win. I guarantee you one of these races will be a 40 to one shot, a 50 to one shot. So, so just so pick some names, just get some three or four dollar, some three <laughs> or four dollar picks. Um, I looked at two of these five races. Um, the first one was wide open, this juvenile Philly turf. Um, there was three I picked up. This is a, a big field and um, yeah, I so, think the so, favorites so, plus 500. Uh, so, so you're going to get a big price, whatever you, whatever you pick. So how many um, horses? You say big field. How many horses are running at the same time then? Uh, I think there's 14 in this. Oh wow! Okay. Um, which for America is a big field. I mean, over here we'll we'll happily have a 30 runner um, handicap over one mile. There's a straight mile. They'll line them up 30 across. Wow! Go. 
Oh, it's it's great. It's one of the finest sights you'll ever see. <laughs> there uh, when you see thirty horses those, running uh, at the same time. Oh man, I'll send you some links when we got up here. <laughs> it's absolutely outstanding. And you sit in the morning with your pen and your paper, and you try one by one to put across through them. You've got to get across through twenty nine of them and leave yourself with one to win. Uh, yeah, so that's where, that's what my Saturday mornings normally uh, fill up with. So in this race, the juvenile Philly Turf, um, I came down on the side of Koala Princess. Yeah, um, horses two from two. Um, obviously, these horses haven't raced much; they're only two years old. Um, Joel Rosario is on. And mm. um, he's an absolute breeder's cup machine. Uh, and just this horse was visually very impressive last time uh, at Churchill's Downs. Really mowed down our rivals. Um, I think she's the one. I'll put another couple in there. Pizza Bianca and Bubble Rock. But that one's um, <laughs> absolutely wide open. The names open. are always the great. Se- yeah. The, the second two-year-old I picked, um, the breeder's cup juvenile fillies. And with this being a two-day meeting, um, I think I picked out nine winners. Now there's two or three relatively short priced ones. And these are the ones you want to put in, in your parlays. You want to put these as your cornerstones um, in, in maybe two, three, four horse parlays. So it's not very original, but the horse is called Echo Zulu and it's minus 105. So it's not a horrible price. Um, but I just think um, to Steve Asmussen inmate, um, she's really improving. Um, nicely bred. Uh, it's a she's a gun runner filly, uh, and I think Echo Zulu uh, will win that race, and that'll just get us off to a good start. What we do on the Friday is just load our pouch up, uh, ready to uh, ready to fire some shots on <laughs> my, the Saturday. My pouch will be loaded, so, ready to fire some well, shots. I'll ask this question for Sean because I'm sure he's very interested in the n- a number of Irish horse horses running here. Uh, and I, I doing a little bit of prep. Uh, John Velasquez is on a horse. Hello, you. Uh, which I'm sure Sean was interested in yeah. because it is an Irish horse. Do we just completely fade all the horses that traveled here in the Breeders' Cup? Absolutely not. No. Um, <laughs> the the British and Irish horses um, tend to do really well on the turf races. Um, obviously, because our turf scene is a little bit stronger than the American turf scene. You'd favor the American horses on the dirt. You'd favor the European horses um, on the turf. And going a little bit further, so races a mile and a quarter up to a mile and a half. Um, the Irish don't actually look as strong this year as they normally do. Um, there's a couple of British runners that I like later on, um, but I certainly wouldn't put you off. And that's not something to, uh, that's not a red flag at all. Uh, Ryan, any, any horses that are traveling, even, I mean, you get some, there was a German horse won the biggest race in Europe this year. Um, there's a Japanese horse that I fancy. So they, they do come. I think there's a, there's a Brazilian in there as well. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a genuinely worldwide field, but uh, the fact they've traveled and a lot of these European horses will have been in America and had a prep race. Um, I think the one that I tipped up later on's already ran uh, at Belmont. Um, so they've been there probably a, a couple of months now acclimatizing and, uh, and even getting on some of the, some of the, what's the right word? Not the, enhancements, kind of the drugs that American horses oh, are allowed yeah. to use that wear not. So they get them there nice and early, uh, get them acclimatized, give them a prep run. So are I you insinuating you that uh, <laughs> they're, they're coming over here to get doped up a little bit? <laughs> exactly now, right. Yeah. Now, now what about uh Bob Baffert? Is he, is he <laughs> able to participate in this uh, race? I know he, there was like rumors about a suspension. I kind of stopped following it, but what, what happened with Baffert? Is he able to enter a horse here? Bob Baffert got suspended in Kentucky. Um, oh, okay. I think each uh, state must have its own rules. Um, 
and we talked about it. It was months ago now, but we talked about it. We, we're going to come to this later on because there's a horse about to crop up in about 15 minutes' time uh, that I think will ring a bell for you. Um, so Bob Baffert, after the ice cream scandal, um, <laughs> he got suspended in Kentucky. It was an absolute farce as well. I think it was a, tw- a trillionth of a part. <laughs> Genuinely like a trillionth of a particle that this horse had in its system. So he got suspended in Kentucky. Uh, this would never have stuck in California at all. You boys, do what you want. Knock yourselves oh, yeah. out. Um, and the, these races Woo, are in... Um, <laughs> these races at the weekend are in uh, San Diego at Del Mar. Uh, so Bob Baffert is at liberty to run anything he wants. Which, by the way, Bob Baffert is... I mean, he strikes me as a man who has a little side business uh, oh, man. slaying that pussy. Bob Baffert in San Diego with that <laughs> creepy-ass white hair. He seems like a guy who it would do uh, do well for himself in breeding season. Tacos for dinner and dessert. <laughs> All right, moving over to the uh, Saturday. That's where like the real... Hardcore action happens on Saturday. I mean, have you let Colby know that God's eye is going to need well, a TV gonna, we, on the yeah, Breeders' we're Cup? Gonna, we're going to have one TV on on college. The the UFC fight two sixty eight oh, is really good. We got Canelo and uh, just yeah twelve hours of college football. It's, God's eye is going to be putting in overtime. But uh, Saturday, what are we what are we looking for? Maybe start with this uh, the the Philly and Mare Sprint Race Ooh. number four. What do you got for what do you got for us there? Now, I like this race because there's a really short price favorite, and I think we can get it turned over. Um, it's a horse called Gamine, um, and she is an absolute superstar, um, a, a real American superstar. She's unbeaten at this trip, um, but she's just too short. I, I couldn't put up um, a horse at minus 150. And there's a horse in the race called Bella Sophia, and these two have a really similar running profile. They're, good. They're both going to go to the front. Um, if Bella Sophia can get to the front, I think she can break Gamine's heart. Um, she's relatively unexposed, which means she'll have a little bit of improvement in her. We know what we're going to get from Gamine. I think Bella Sophia might improve. And if she can serve it up to Gamine at the front end, I think she can get past. Um, so Bella Sophia is plus 300. I think it's only a field of round about six in this race. It looks like a two horse race. And we're just hoping that Bella Sophia can get in front of Gamine for that. Love one. it. I could no, be I wrong, but dog. it looks like it's down to five uh, with oh, okay. uh, Estilo Talentoso getting scratched. So late oh, scratch. Gamine, a Bob Baffert horse to so watch out. Probably oh, loaded okay. up with the good oh, stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Give her all the, the best ass cream money can buy. Uh, it's on TV 12. <laughs> well, what about the uh, next up? We got the turf sprint race five. What are we looking at here? I mean, one name that really jumps out at me. Lieutenant Dan, eleven <laughs> to one. How can we, as a podcast, I think if we're if we're getting behind one horse, it's got to be Lieutenant Dan, right? How, how is it actually as a horse? The name is amazing. Lieutenant Dan made it into the selections. You'd be pleased to hear, Sean. Yeah, uh, we'll start with Lieutenant Dan. Then he's plus eleven hundred, um, and he is two for two at the track. He's two for two at Del Mar. Um, now this is a sprint trip, and is daft as it sounds, there's a lot to be said for a little bit of local knowledge over a sprint trip. Um, you haven't got time to make mistakes. So the horse has run there before. Um, he'll know the layout of the land. You'll know what's expected of him. Um, he hasn't faced this level of competition, um, but I think he'll run in the money. I don't think he'll win uh, because there's a, there's a Wesley Ward horse in here uh, called Golden Pal. Um, won last year at the Breeders' Cup. Came out the stalls, out the gate, sorry, uh, as if he'd been shot out of a cannon, it was remarkable to watch. Um, 
comes across Wesley Ward brings him across here every year to Royal Ascot and he didn't win over here uh, on the long grass uh, at Royal Ascot as you boys are fond of saying uh, but I think Golden Pal will win back on the turf um, Lieutenant Dan though uh, can absolutely chase him home so if you want an, egg, uh, an exacter if you want a little exotic Ooh. bet Golden Ooh, yes. Pal and Lieutenant Dan um, I have got an honourable mention in this race as well I don't know if you remember Ryan last year uh, Glass Slippers was our best bet of the meeting yeah. um, at 10 to 1 and Glass Slippers won and at this point you interjected last year Ryan and said you had a man in the know and the man in the know had told you glass slippers. So um, w- what's your man in the know telling us this year? I haven't had that conversation yet, unfortunately. Uh, uh, I know. You're keeping it secret. But he, I mean, Kevin, uh, hashtag team Ryan, the trainer. So there is some uh, some overlap there. So so glass slippers is six to one. Don't. Uh, are, are we at all concerned about Lieutenant Dan potentially getting canceled before the race? Of course, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan had zero legs. This horse has four. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if that's appropriate. I mean, in I, I, like the, I like the local knowledge. Knowledge in uh, horse racing, I never thought about. It. I mean, in golf, it's very well, obvious. Tory Pines, you're a familiar local with the course. <laughs> yes, um, it's the same uh, thing. They, the horses remember; yeah. uh, they know where to be at which point and, and to get out. And uh, do they? Do you often, think? The, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, do you think the horses realize they've won or that they've done a good job? Yes. It, oh, they they hundred percent know they've won. You have a look at their body language, Sean. If you uh, if you see the one that's got pa- got passed in front. And you see it's smelling itself, it's fanning its tail out, head in the air, and the others are droopy ears. They they know they've lost. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because like you know, I maybe I've spent some time on a dude ranch. And one of the things you do learn about horses is they're actually quite efficient at getting into their pecking order. Like fights happen, but once things turn out, like they all they know who's who and who who's who's the alpha. So yeah. I'd imagine in a racing well, scenario where they're all alphas, they probably understand when they've lost. And even the couple times I've gone horse riding, and it's not you know it's not like you're actually racing anything. It's you just your horse following another tour guide's horse as you kind of like <laughs> walk around. But even even in that, there's clearly like the leader horse. And if you're if you're on the leader horse and you're not in the front, the horse will be like pissed off, like, dude, what are you doing? I'm a leader horse. I'm not. I don't want to look at this ho- giant horse's ass all day. It's they true. they get pissed. They have personalities, Sean. They do. Horses are great. They're like and, humans. Uh, yeah, they're like this humans. This is the insight I'm here for. This is exactly <laughs> yeah. There's a little doing. local 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 knowledge, little horse racing. <laughs> Insight. Well, if you've ever been to the track with me, I'm the obnoxious guy that's like, look, we got to go out to the pad. I like to watch the horses do the walk so I can see which ones look like they're ready to go dominate. Yes. Anyway. All right. Before we get to the second half of the Saturday races, want to make sure we shout out propswap.com, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. Of course, uh, Malcolm, all over the uh, Braves winning the World Series. And uh, you can only imagine if you went on over at propswap.com and bought someone's, you know, someone had a Braves future ticket. Maybe they got a little nervous, a little white knuckle, and starting to sweat a little bit. You can buy their uh, tickets at a better price. And uh, baseball season is over, but they're still they're still giving out doubles over at propswap.com, doubling up your deposit. You just go to propswap.com, use that promo code SGP. Also, Prize Picks is back. I know people love uh, getting down with Prize Picks. If you're in a state that doesn't have uh, prop betting, make sure you check out uh, PrizePicks.com. Very easy over under uh, you know, bets on different sort of different players. All kind of sports are covered. I know NBA DFS is red hot. So if you love playing uh, NBA uh, player props. 
Prizepicks.com is where you go. You can you basically do a three uh, player parlay, turn twenty dollars into one hundred bucks, and if that wasn't enough, Prizepicks.com promo code SGP hundred percent deposit bonus over there. All right, plenty of uh, plenty more action on Saturday. Moving over to race nine, the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare Turf. What are we doing here? It's uh, I'm looking at your article, and again, make sure you check read the whole thing. But I'm seeing a plus six hundred dog here, and this is this is where things get good. Yeah, this is another wide open race. The the favorites plus four fifty, uh, which is a American horse uh, trained by Bill Mott, a horse called Warlike Goddess. Um, she just looks shaky to me because this is a race where I fancy the the international contingent. It's a turf race. Um, it is how far is it over? Um, let's have a look. Uh, mile and three furlongs, so mile and three eighths. So yeah, it's on the turf, and it's a bit of it's a bit of a longer trip. Um, and the 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 international horses um, are just better at this. The reason I say international and not European is because there's a really good horse, uh, a Japanese horse here called um, Loves Only You. Um, really versatile, uh, won over various trips and won on lots of different surfaces. Um, and I think she could be a proper fly in the ointment, but the one I've gone for is actually, um, relatively local to me. Um, this horse is called Ordaria. Um, one last year, uh, trained by James Fanshaw, um, who is a very shrewd man. Uh, the horse is, um, got a lot of stamina, um, which you need to win this. The only small issue I've got is, um, the, Running here, the stretch is only a furlong and a half. Um, so I'm just hoping that things don't happen too quickly for her. She'll need to be in a position um, coming off the turn because you haven't got time. It's not a three furlong or a four furlong stretch to be able to organize your legs. Uh, so she'll have to come off that bend running. Um, but she was fine last year and uh, round about plus 600. I think Odaria has got a great chance in this. Yeah. I mean, uh, six to one. That's all I, that's all I need to hear. Um, there's a horse named Love, Warlike Goddess, Queen Supreme, Pocket Square, going to Vegas, and Love's Only You. Oh, man. Love's going Only to, You. Going to Vegas. We, we may have to revisit uh, getting down on that uh, one as you well. Know, if you frequent a, uh, you know, the, the day spas that Robert Kraft does, you might have met a, <laughs> a lady named Love's Only You. Okay. What about the, uh, the, the Cup Sprint uh, race number eight? You only got a uh, one one horse you like here, and and which uh, which horse is that? Again, this is this is the third one of the not very original selections. Um, it's plus one fifteen. So again, it's it, if you want to take it in a in a lumpy single, by all means do it. Uh, but parlay it with some of the other shorties. Um, it's probably the best horse in America. It's called Jackie's Warrior, um, and I just can't see how it can get beat, especially with the running style. It'll bounce out in front, and and I can't see anything else catching it. This looks like. Um, the if the the lock of the weekend. Um, although we'll be we'll be trying to find some bigger priced ones uh, as locks, but round about six to five at the moment. I'm having a look. Um, the second favourite in um, is round about five to one, but I can't see anything else getting near Jackie's Warrior. There is no reason why this won't go to the front and stay there. And Sean, just for those trying to plan their day, uh, race eight scheduled to be, excuse me, scheduled uh, to be at uh, two thirty eight Pacific. So, you know, we're, we're talking about afternoon games, maybe uh, wrapping down oh, folding yeah. into the, the night. So there's a good window here uh, in between some college games. Yeah. They really planned it out. Uh, great here. 
What about the uh, <laughs> what about race nine? I'm seeing a, another somewhat favorite. You're leaning here, but you even you even gave maybe an exacta as well. I, I like I like getting down on that. What do you got for race nine? Yeah, Latushka is the the final one of the of the favorites. We had Echo Zulu on the Friday. We've got Jackie's Warrior, and if you want to go for the three horse parlay, Latushka is the one. She's the best filly in America, um, and she still seems to improve. And I think she's got a little bit more to come. Uh, no reason why she won't win. I did put up an exact in this because I know you Americans like an exotic bet. Um, so there's a, a a horse called Malathat. It was currently trading round about four to one. I don't think um, Malathat will trouble the favourite, uh, but I think she can follow her home uh, and hopefully get us paid out in an exacta there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and some of these favourites, uh, you know, just fun to throw in a parlay or. You know, double up a little bit. Go, you know, go oh. heavier on some, um, some. Uh, Sean, don't some hold it. Hundred percent of the, these races, I'll have a try box. Every single <laughs> one. It's just gonna yeah. happen. I'll post all my picks. Don't worry. At Kramer Century. Hell yeah. Race eleven. What do you oh. got for race eleven? I uh, I see domestic spending as a horse you like here. Plus three hundred right but, now to win. Okay, domestic spending has been scratched about oh. two hours oh, ago. Wow. Um, yeah, so we haven't had time to uh, update that. I'll have to get I'll get Foxy to update that if possible. Um, which is actually might help me out a little bit because I I selected two and I don't like doing that. Uh, I need to be a little bit more decisive and select one. So we're down to one. The, there's a favourite in this race that we can get definitely we can get beat, which is good because that means we can find something that's a big price to beat uh, to beat it. The favourite is Tanawa at plus one seventy five. Um, she's taken on the boys. And she won last year, and the weight of history is against her. Um, the, the the likelihood that she beats the boys for a second consecutive year uh, is very low. I think the ground's going to be firm uh, out there on the uh, on the shining sea. Um, the wind the, the wind will have dried the, the turf up, same as the sun. She wants a little bit more cut uh, underfoot. Um, lying through domestic spending, as we say, um, which led me to Yabia, um, which is spelled Y-I-B-I-R if my accent doesn't uh, make it sound like that. <laughs> Another European uh, runner. Um, she's only three. Sorry, he's only three. Uh, he's won his last two races um, in really good style. William Buick um, is a jockey that I really like, um, uh, an English jockey. He takes the ride. And I think your beer um, will improve. Um, I'm just having a look at the odds here. Yeah, you can find some nine to one still uh, about oh, your beer. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, that that's the one for us, and we'll definitely get this favorite beat. Um, so after that, you're then looking at without domestic spending, it's seven to one the field. Um, so pay your money and take your choice. But yeah, your BS the one for me to, to turn over to now. Oh, I love that, and a nice nine to one. And we already domestic spending's already what, out. One of the guys I used to so growing up in Jersey, you know, you kind of learn things through the uh, the gross degenerate guys who sit in the uh, OTB <laughs> section of the track, and what this one guy was a big proponent of betting on the second, like the, the second longest odds of a trainer's horse. If they, if they have two horses in the same race, Charlie Apple, Appleby, is that his name? Yes. Apple He's got two horses and this is the second longest odds. So it meets that system. We'll just call that the Tony system. Hell yeah. That is an amazing system and closing it out race 12, our good old uh, pal Medina spear at the Bob <laughs> Baffert. Yes. Yeah, SGPN legend who uh, took home <laughs> Kentucky Derby for us, and uh, you know there was some there were some allegations after the fact. We oh, won't man. need to discuss. 
don't need to disparage a fellow a winner. Medina Spirit, Medina Spirit coming in as a dog, uh, plus seven fifty. Does Medina Spirit have a chance to win us some more cash, Malcolm? Well, Bob Buffett seems particularly on brand for the SGP, and I think we can. Uh, oh, if you're yes. looking for someone to look after your uh, <laughs> look after your Zedron races, you oh, need a yeah. virtual. A virtual Bob Buffett. That's what we need. <laughs> exactly. Who will be um, our Who will be our b- virtual Bob Baffert? We need to if find you get that the person. Wig, get Moon up in a wig, and we're in business. I think. <laughs> Done. Oh yes. I want to get. I want to. We got to get some Bob Baffert uh, like sunglasses because they. It's it's the two part. It's the sunglasses for our horse racing episodes in the future. We really should just start you know doing what? the Bob Baffert and, look. And this is hilarious because. Google when I typed in Bob Baffert, <laughs> I had ar- I forgot I had already tried to find Bob Baffert sunglasses, so it auto completed <laughs> Bob Baffert sunglasses. These oh. things are amazing. We got to find it. All right, so um, we're working th- on that. This race was really was really fun. Want to get your teeth into this is the kind of race I'm more familiar with. Um, it is a mile and a half, um, and these are all horses that we've kind of followed. Um, all season long, um, you'll recognise a lot of the the, the top horses in there. Um, the three-year-olds are taking on the older horses, so you've got Nick's Go, uh, which is at the top of the market. He's the favourite. You've got Essential Quality. Um, the only race he didn't win this year uh, was the Kentucky Derby. I think we've got Hot Rod Charlie in there. Mm-hmm. Um, amongst the older horses, Max Player. If you remember the very first uh, race I handicapped for you boys yes. was a Belmont two years ago. Um, uh, we put up the 99 to one trifecta, which hoodwinked you into thinking I knew what I was talking about <laughs> for the next two years. And I'm s- still going now. Uh, and Max player that day was the one that ran into third. So th- these are horses that you've, you something it, it's more of a European style because we'll follow horses for three, four, five, six years. Where in America, they sort of be a flash in the pan, two year old season, three year old season, take them off to stud. Um, I picked Medina Spirit for two reasons. One, I kind of had to. There was no yeah. way uh, I could jump off uh, after the shambles that was the Kentucky Derby. Um, <laughs> however, I think if I'd uh, handicapped this race um, purely analytically, I would have landed on Medina Spirit anyway. Mm. Um, the horse is improving again. Um, Bob Buffett took it off the track for a little while while um, all the um, investigations were going on. And when he came back last time, he won really, really well. Um, the race was, what race was it? It was the awesome against stakes at Sandra Nita Park. Um, one by five lengths. Um, and he and he just looked like he was getting better and better and better. Um, I think Nick's score is vulnerable. I think the three-year-olds are better than the four-year-olds in this race. Um, and having said that, I just I couldn't get away from Medina Spirit. So... I was kind of always going to pick her uh, just for the crack, but however, but it makes sense. And, and analytically you like it. I, I mean, if there's a horse we have to worry about in race 12, that isn't Medina spirit. Who are we keeping our eye out on or or who do you like? If you're doing maybe you know, theoretically, you're putting together a try box. Who might you toss in with Medina spirit Art collector? Art collector, <laughs> no, Brian, not for me. I'm not going to put you off. Because, <laughs> um, three three race win streak, no big deal. That, yeah, you're right about that. Like, again, it's just one of the four year olds, and I kind of I kind of put a line through the four year olds. There's a horse called Hot Rod Charlie. 
um, which ran really well in some of the classics this year. I think Hot Rod Charlie's the one who was owned by those frat boys. Um, I can't remember what university they were from, um, but they were having a whale of a time at the Kentucky Derby, uh, the frat boys were. Um, so Hot Rod Charlie's got a chance. Um, and essential quality um, has done absolutely nothing wrong. Um, I, just, I think Medina Spirit could out-tough it, um, but essential quality will be in the mix. Like I say, the only race he hasn't won uh, was the Kentucky Derby where he finished fourth and he wasn't far away. So he'll definitely, he'll definitely be in the first three. So I would take Medina Spirit uh, to be essential quality and Hot Rod Charlie in third. They would be my three. Couple things, Sean. One, uh, the trainer for uh, Nick's Go and Essential Quality. Uh, if you could play Gruden because his name's Brad. Yeah, he's one of those guys no. who will get That's penetration. Oh, Brad sorry. H. Cox. We gotta get our shit going, man. Oh, this one. Long. <laughs> Cox. But Essential Quality also meets the Tony system as Ooh. he's the second longest odds for that trainer. Last thing. Sean, you of course remember Doug O'Neill, uh, probably a little jealous of Baffert's cheating, perhaps uh, Hot Rod Charlie, uh, yeah, getting a little bit extra for this one. This is a uh, five forty Pacific time, so this is this could potentially. You're on the East Coast. You're uh, you're you're cocktails deep at this point. Uh, late night horse racing, Sean. Oh, this is going to be great, and uh, yeah, that'll be super late for Malcolm. Uh, <laughs> well, it's there. about twenty to one in the morning, so I mean. This is the when I've absolutely filled my pouch with those other eight winners. Um, this is going to be a, yeah, be a fully intoxic, fully intoxicated smash bet. <laughs> I do like the photos that you've you've tweeted out before of you watching like horse racing in the bathtub. <laughs> oh, probably got yeah. a glass of scotch there. <laughs> I considered podcasting from the bath, but I didn't want to imp- uh, impose that on you. If this wins, I'll do the next podcast from the bath. Oh yes, oh, yeah, we, definitely. We can have DJ a splash only. About. <laughs> All right, so Kramer, do you have your uh, do you have your final picks in in mind? Because I, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put together a little sheet. Well, I mean, it seems like uh, I should be try. I mean, what what I just heard is I'm going to just tail Malcolm first of all. Yeah, I said Art Collector out loud, so I'm going to put a bet on Art Collector somehow. <laughs> okay, and then we're going to do the essential quality Medina Spirit Hot Rod Charlie. Uh, we'll have we'll have fun with that. Maybe I throw Art Collector in as the fourth in a little superfecta. Wow, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so I, I'm just going Medina Spirit to win, but a couple other ones that I like that we've gone over. I, you know, I'm I'm a long shot guy, so. Give me Medina Spirit at, at plus seven fifty, and then uh, that other horse you were talking about, Yabir, at at nine yes. to one. Mm. Like that a lot. That really uh, tickled my fancy, as they what say. What time was that? Was that race? That was She's, the. Uh, that is. Uh, was that a? That was an earlier Saturday one. That's the. That's the second to last race. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Perfect. So right before that is perfect for us. TMZ horse race fans. To, to what? <laughs> so I'm going to take everything I won on Yabir on race eleven, throw it into. Uh, Medina Spirit, and I'm going to start it off with Lieutenant Dan. I mean, again, mm, as a gut okay, handicapper, yeah. this horse is talking to me. Lieutenant Dan, all the way. Uh, throw it in your box. Throw it. Uh, throw it to win. I know. I know. Malcolm is advising Golden Pallet plus one seventy five, but I know. I know a dog when I hear one. And uh, Lieutenant Dan at eleven to one. I mean, I, I like the three horses he laid out. So, uh, so we're talking about race five. A try box of Pal, Dan, and Slippers, Golden Pal, Lieutenant Dan, and Glass Slippers. Uh, I think that's that's the try box to hit on. Well, but and um, Lieutenant Dan to win is really 
I mean, if you can get that try box and, and get it to come in in reverse order, you'll get paid nicely. Oh yeah. That is, that is big play. What, what else do you got Kramer? Any, uh, any other official plays I mean, you want to throw out? I, I'm I'm the opposite. I like sure things, and sometimes when you're able to find a, a well, here's where you can play the futures. So rarely do you get to play the futures market in this country. Yeah, and so like a horse like Echo Zulu, for example, you might uh, find that uh, come come closing uh, with the paramutual bets, you might bet it uh, now at at even money, and by the time the race goes off, you're laying minus two hundred. Whereas you lock in these futures here, so it, that is, it's a fixed that is good to know. So if you're if you're looking to take maybe some of the favorites, yeah. lock them in as a uh, as a futures bet through most, like your standard. Yeah. So so if most books have like they'll have your horse racing stuff, but then they have for the bigger stuff they'll have just futures. Yeah. And so you can bet to win. A lot of times they'll have like exact results, which are similar to trifectas. Uh, so depending on who you're betting, like if you're looking to get down on say echo Zulu, I love that idea. Uh, you, uh, who was the horse you gave out? That was six Jackie's warrior. That like, those are the ones that are appealing to me when I'm sitting at a sports book, losing money in something else. And I need to f- mix it up and go to the track. I'm looking for a race where there's one horse that pops up as a favorite and everyone else, I'm going to smash that horse to win. And then I'm going to maybe sprinkle some horses with it in the two and three spot. Hopefully I hit a, a fun trifecta as well. So I'm going all in on Jackie's warrior. I'm going all in on echo Zulu. That would be the other stuff I'm doing. Okay. A TMZ so, fan. I'm going to come in for the later races though. Yeah. You know. Medina spirit, you beer, Lieutenant Dan. Those are my, those are my three dogs and uh, maybe do it. Can you round Robin breeders cup futures, Ryan? I'm sure you can figure it out. All right, maybe, I might, I might have pick. to, I might have to get in on that. <laughs> Sean, we'll have to teach you how to do a little pick five or pick six, where you just <laughs> pick, pick all the races, the ultimate part. Any other, any other, and they gave us out so many, uh, so many good picks here, Malcolm. Anything else you want to throw out, or do you of these, do you have a lock of all locks? Um, I like Medina Spirits. I can't get away from Medina Spirits. <laughs> no, all right, I'm um, betting right now. I do like you, beer. If I was going to parlay three, it would be those short ones. Uh, that Ryan just mentioned, which should be Echo Zulu, um, Golden Pal, uh, Jackie's Warrior, and then Latrushka. You could maybe get them four in some kind of uh, sort of parlay involving three horses and upwards, something like that. Um, no, but just get on them all. And the fact is, I like the last two races, um, Medina Spirit and Yabir. Um, You can win too early when you're at the races. Um, you don't want to be winning the first and second race because that just spells disaster. <laughs> race 11 and race 12 is where you want to do it. Then at least it's got a chance of some of it leaving in your home. back pocket. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll take those two. Uh, it's the two big ones your beer and uh, show favorite Medina Spirit. Awesome. Oh, I like that. Gotta, gotta go get down on it right now. Always awesome uh, having you on, Malcolm. Appreciate it. Appreciate having another uh, friend across the pond. Make sure, and uh, if you missed it, you want to subscribe because I'm sure they'll. Uh, They'll be back at it uh, once uh, things heat up again. But make sure you subscribe to the MLB Gambling Podcast if you haven't already, and uh, check out all of Malcolm's awesome writing over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and give him a follow on Twitter at mal underscore b underscore sport. Thanks as always, uh, Malcolm, and uh, good luck to you on the races. Cheers, boys. Keep up the good work. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Make sure you uh, tell us a nice rating review on the old Apple podcast for your chance to win free gear every Monday, AK merch Monday for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan.
I think we just gave out some winners, Sean Kramer. Let it ride.